First of all, I apologize for not recording the episode last week. I got sick and it was for me very difficult to get out of bed. Again, my apologies. But today is Monday and like the other Mondays, here it is another fresh and motivating episode. Giving you a hand of starting your week in the best way possible. So I would like to start this episode with the question. Is there anything more motivating to see someone who had every odds against and, nevertheless, winning in life? I think that is the most inspiring thing we can see during the time that we are living here on this earth. You don't know, but I'm an entrepreneur. I can say for now, not a very successful one. Well, like I said, not for now. Why? Well, let me say like this. I was in the peak of the mountain six years ago, thinking my life would be even better in a matter of years, in terms of materialistic way of speaking. But didn't go as I was hoping would be. Life threw at me one of those mighty, huge and gigantic challenges. I'm facing right now my Goliath, but like David, the shepherd, the underdog, I'm going to defeat him and cut his head off. Well, I can say I'm in the part when David was running away into Goliath with the sling in his hand. One year ago, exactly one year ago, I had to restart my life again, but with a small difference, with a very few people around me. I can say almost alone. The majority had fled away. When I'm saying majority, I'm saying 99% of the people run away. I'm not complaining, I'm only saying a fact of my life. But, but when life closes the door, Opson opens another one. And this door has shown beautiful, beautiful people who supported me, believed in me, and are enjoying riding the life with me. I can say with 100% sure, I will overcome. No, sorry, I'm overcoming. So many, re many reasons could mention here for my coming back, but the main one is my faith, which is different from hope. Hope is wishing that everything will be okay, and faith is knowing that everything will be okay at the end. And for that reason, I can say to you, I am a winner. I'm, con I'm considering me as a winner. Who have thought that I will be living an inspiring life story? Me, who love telling motivational stories like the ones I'm here to tell you. Like me, Antonio Ferreira, you know, remember, the guy from episode number one and two? Had to restart life when he returned to Madeira, ran away from Angola. Well, not from scratch, but almost near to, like me. And also, like me, as we say in Madeira, with a hand in front and another one at the back, with almost nothing. But, like Freddie Mercury said, the show must go on, and stopping is not an option. This is the David and Goliath podcast, and I will tell you real stories from normal people who had great mighty wars and defeated their giants. The coming backs are quite difficult. 
I remember 30 years ago when I was going to the airport to move out to Porto, starting my university. My father said to me the following. When life punches in your face and you're being thrown away to the ropes and fall, don't think twice. Shake your head if everything is okay, stand up and move on. The procedure of shaking your head and trying to lift up is very painful. But don't forget, the show must go on. This is what Antonio had done in 1976 in Madeira Island. He earned some money. With that money, he bought a boat to extract sand from the ocean, as he did at the time of his youth in Ponta Delgada. But with his luck, sank the boat and he had to restart again with a little delay. And so he did. He set up a company with his brother Fernando, who made concrete bricks. The company runs his operation in the north side of the island. They manufactured and also delivered their clients throughout the island. They worked like hell, but at the same time the company was growing. I know that feeling. After a while they are also selling cement, sand, iron, wood and other materials for the construction. I always say, for a company to win, it has to find different ways to beat the competition. And that's what they did. Most of their clients were working on the north side of the island. Antonio and his family lived in Funchal. He filled it up the truck the day before with the client's orders. Him and his wife woke up at 3 a.m., drove the truck to, to the north and delivered the materials way before the sun would rise. When the clients start their work in the morning, all the materials needed was already delivered. They worked at dawn when no, nobody was working or was willing to work. Also, they had another advantage. Their truck had a crane to lift up the material and drop it at the client's construction site, which means that they did not depend on the others for executing the services. Since it wasn't a common thing at that time, a truck with a crane, this also gave them the thing to be different from their competitors. He recalls on his book that his wife drove the truck on the part of the island when the road was going up. The male drivers, as I can say that, driving on the opposite direction were, were astonished when they saw a woman driving a truck. Do you remember when I said on the first episode that the disadvantages are advantages? That's the way for us to, to have a push for defeating our struggles and battles. There is no other way. The brave and courageous David defeated Goliath with a sling. Antonio used his courage, brave, and the truck with a crane. In, a, in an other words, a sling. After the big turn on his life, he was winning again. A few years after, he returned to the sea. I don't know if you recall, but when Antonio lived in Angola, he worked in a fishing business to a big company, who also helped him to make his first boat, which name Rosemary. 
the boat who was his savior to leave Angola during the civil war, him and his family. I believe nothing happens by accident, everything has a purpose. So, back in 1986, the Portuguese government was helping the companies throughout financial alliance. If you had experience on being a fishing boat owners, or having experience on high ranks in a ship, you could apply to these lines. Antonio had all the requirements to have success by the end of the day, and he did. The government helped with the construction of two boats. The construction took two, two long years. When they were ready to go to the, to the sea, Antonio organized a big party in the north side of the island, in Ponta Delgada, and all the people wanted to see the first entrance of the boat into the water. One of them, when got in the ocean, hit the rock's bottom of the sea, damaging part of the boat. This incident made him go to Funchal to repair it, and after he repairing it, he invited the president and made another big party. We love to party. One of the boats were considered the best fish of the region. Antonio said on his book the following, Sopage, the name of that boat, were so good that we went to different regions for hunting the tuna, Azores, Cape Verde, Spain, every time deployed cargo of 65 ton of fish was provided only by this boat. Not bad for a kid who was born in Ponte Delgada on those conditions. Do you remember? The rat? Business was doing very well, that they were considering having two more boats. But the others of these two boats were the root of the end of his life on the sea. Fast forward, the company that built the boat was in financial struggles. For this reason, the construction got delayed by one year, which gave him a large expensive cost, which, which was not to be considered on the beginning. Adding to this, the seeking of one of his new boats and insurance value was below of the real cost of the boat, led the company to bankruptcy. Suddenly, life twisted again Antonio's faith. He could not recover the company. At the same time I'm recording this episode, the Funchal city mayor has been arrested by corruption. Him with two other entrepreneurs. I can say this from the bottom of my heart. It is a sad day for all of us, including our democracy. Even though I don't like the mayor politics, I wish him the best of luck. Yes, sometimes life throws a stone at us. And also, I know it's quite difficult when everything is black, like a dawn without a moon. I also believe the sun will rise again in just a few moments. Like him, me and Antonio, we fell, because from our mistakes, all life gives a big slap in your face. In my case, both. Being rock bottom gives us the energy and the clarity of what we have done wrong and how we can climb again to the surface. I found out that one of the reasons of my descending was not believing in myself. As you know, the underdog stories always fascinated me. 
the most underrated person could ever defeated or overcome the mighty challenges? And why did I love the, the, them? Because I wondered they had some special forces or natural gifts who I wasn't aware of, or I simply didn't have it at all. How I was wrong. During the days when my life had no turnaround, or I thought it wasn't turnaround, I discovered I'm special, I discovered that it's good to have objectives, but it's more joyful when we are loving our journey. I know that this podcast is full of imperfections, that has a lot of mistakes, starting with my English, but it's okay, I know there's too much space to improve. I know that I will find out better ways to improve my communication and therefore give to the world my message in a better way. Also I know I will find big rocks, but I will pass them with calm and grace, with courage and faith, always smiling knowing that everything is for me and not against me. Will be happy? No, I am already happy. Don't wait to receive the glories when you arrive at the, at the top of the mountain. Be happy during the climb. I finish today saying, enjoy the ride.